<laughs> Yo! Oh my gosh. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Being human with an X. Because we're cute. Yes, not because we're politically correct. <laughs> trying to be unique, trying to be different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we will not interview our exes. So no, we won't. That's not going to be the show. So I mean, the vibe. Not even the show that anyone's asking for. Nobody wants. Nah, Nobody wanted nah. this. Right, right, right. Oh my god. Oh, dude. Yeah, uh, it's a show where we talk humbly about our human struggles. Mm, love that, and the beauty we find in sharing it together. We hope to encourage authentic conversations with our listeners, and remind people that you're not the only one. Yeah. Because. High key, you're not. So. You're not. And we typed that up and wrote it. You ain't the only one. <laughs> we typed that up, write it off the laptop. Yeah. Just for you. That didn't just come off mine. <laughs> no, we planned that. <laughs> I wish I was poetic. Uh, too bad I'm not a pastor. Yeah. Man, so what are what are we talking about today, Autumn Rose? Um, I feel like... So oh my god, wait. No. Who? What's your name? <laughs> <laughs> I'm your host, Bethany Rose. You're the other host. Autumn Rose. Oh my god. Wow. Did our moms collaborate? (laughs) No. Oh my god. Oh my Um, god. Anyways. No, so basically, like we said, like this is it's gonna be us ranting about Mm. the human condition. Round them out, yeah. Um, we also gave ourselves a time limit of twenty-seven minutes. Twenty-seven minutes, and that's yeah. what we're gonna try to keep it at. Cause um, we female. Cause we female, and I will talk a lot. I will. Um, right. But no, speaking of the topic of talking a lot, um, we've been talking a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah. So all of these episodes are like conversations that we've already had that we're like, mm-hmm. let's record it. Um, Gert is he? Yeah. Why? Why are we starting this? Um, like you said, like we want to encourage conversation, and I enjoy the conversations we have. Um, not to brag and boast and be like, I want other people to hear God, that's this. that's fire. Right? <laughs> no, but just like, I, I want to have more conversations like this. Um, and I want to encourage more people to have more conversations like this. Because I think they're mm-hmm. valuable. And it's not just us like sitting here quoting scripture at each other back and forth. Because uh, we are like two very spiritual people, I would say. I um, so. And like, that's our, that's our world. Like we both yeah. work in churches, so we're around it constantly. Well, women in the church. We're women in the church. Yeah. Um, we're the prayer warriors. The prayer <laughs> um, it's more just the fact of, we want to have real conversations yeah. and not just like, but here's what the Bible says, but like pray about it. But, or more than anything, it's like, this is what tr- Christian culture says. It's not ever right. that people yeah, preach yeah. the Bible at me. It's they preach their own Fact. their yeah, own yeah. culture like right, their right. own everything of what feels comfortable to them what makes sense about the god that they serve yeah in their context yeah and so it's it's hard because then you grow up thinking god has that same expectation over you mm-hmm. that your random like pastor in the little nowhere right. has of you and spiritually like the bible great like has great reminders has things that i can always refer back to mm-hmm. prayer is always something i need to be rooted in mm-hmm. but at the same time i would like to be human. I would yeah. like to just be a human being about my problems. Um, and the religious world, the church world, doesn't always allow us to do that. Um, and I, that's why yeah. I enjoy our conversations, because it it's just conversations about us and about what's going mm-hmm. on in our lives and not from the perspective of... But I know the Bible says I have to do this, so I might as well just do this. But it's yeah, or Autumn, like, like I need to also like evangelize to Autumn as I'm sharing right. my struggle. No, like no, I no. need to tell her like how I already got through it while I'm going through it, right. no, so it's that just, she's it's not just processing. No, and that's yeah. what's valuable in the middle it. of it all. Right, and yeah. I feel like again in the Christian community, we don't allow ourselves enough time to process things mm-hmm. as like we are internally ingrained to process. Like, I feel like mm-hmm. we always sugarcoat things and like. But the Bible says, but I'll go to church, but I'll pray about it, but I'll listen mm. to the worship song, but I'll do all these like little routine rule type thingies, and we never actually sit down and say, can I just cry about it for a yeah, second? Yeah, we just like Pinterest stamp it and move on. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Make an Instagram caption and yeah. like, oh wow, I totally just completely processed that whole traumatic year Right. in this caption. Yeah. When it's not... I'm done. It's like, no, fam. <laughs> if that's the expectation... You're going to be so disappointed in yourself and you're going to think you're a failure because it always circles back up and because grief and whatever it is, is circular. Like it's not this linear thing of, okay, cool. I went through the angry stage. Then I went through the sad stage. Then I like it's So it's like having the freedom and the space to know, oh wait, I'm not the only one that 
still to, th- to this right. day, to this very day, to this day. <laughs> I struggle with this ish, you know? And I think about when you were, when you were just talking about just why, why is it that we don't feel the freedom to feel right. and be human? And it's like, if you look at like the, the many issues I have with like Jesus films, mm-hmm. like one, he's white. And then two, <laughs> like they don't, we don't even know how to know a God that put on flesh. Like we don't yeah. know yeah, yeah. how to just, even just the idea that Jesus was fully human as well as fully, fully God. Yes. And when we're showing him yeah. in movies, we're like, I am scared to show the fully human part because nobody will believe he's fully God. Right. Right. And I'm yeah. like, why God could have done it anyway. He could have just came as yes. a full grown man and made the dang thing and just said, here I am. And where'd you come from? I just, you know, floated down from Sinai right. or whatever. Or even that, like, we could have just skipped you all together. We could have been like, no, I'm going to yeah. cast out Holy Spirit and that just be that. Lit. Or I'm yes. going to sin, like, you know, the Because God was, God didn't have an image anyway. We wouldn't have right. been shocked if exactly. our God of Abraham sent just a spirit. Right. And said, oh, we're, I'm just going to be, like, fleeing from the temple, but still do your thing. So it's like, we see, like, oh, no, we needed an ultimate sacrifice. Yeah. We see we need all these things, but... Man, did he have to, like, be born a baby, though? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did he have to be born in, like, one of the poorest places ever? Also be a guy that was from... Oh, fill me, fill me in. Chemo brain. Uh, Nazareth. Nazareth. Yeah, <laughs> like, 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 what good comes out of Nazareth? That's, like, what a lot of people would say. And yeah, it's, like, yeah. God was very intentional. It's probably one of, the, like, <laughs> the poorest, like, times, too, right. to be born. And he chose that generation to, to have this happen. And it's, like... I, I don't think it's accident, nor do I think that we need to... It's like we have to get back to the place that we see God as Jesus. We see right. Jesus as God. Because when we get disassociated from that, when we're in our humanity, which is every single day, every moment, every day, right. we feel disconnected to God. And I yeah. feel like that's completely missing the point. Right, yeah. You, you feel like your humanity and your brokenness disconnects you from God? <laughs> yes. God literally right. says, I, I, you have a high priest... We're about to go. <laughs> so so that's why. <laughs> we literally just said. But that's that's why this is so important. It's yeah. because like I, I don't remember. Like who knows? Maybe a freshman in, in college. Freshman in high school mm-hmm. is listening. And there were so many things that I grew up in a, a beautiful household and a beautiful church. But I still. Religion creeps in in all forms and all facets. Mm-hmm. And it's human like nature to make it about religion and what we do and, right. and like what we bring to the table and in my Enneagram two self or whatever <laughs> I am is like, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I am loved because I give yeah. not because he gave, mm-hmm. you know? So yeah, I just, I, I think it's an important topic and it's broad enough that we can like right. rant about this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then also like our fashion, we throw in some random stupid oh, stuff. Oh, always. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah constantly. So I'm excited. Oh, yeah, I'm genuinely very excited about this, Um, and I love that we kind of just took the time to break down, like, uh, one, our heart behind this, Mm -hmm. but two, like, the main focus is always going to be Jesus. Yeah. It's always going to be Jesus, but it's always going to be, like, like you said, we could have skipped over the humanity of Jesus or the humanity of God portion of it, but God intentionally took time for 33 years out of all of eternity to say... I want this to be a new representation of me, a new Mm. presentation of who I am. And if we don't take the time to acknowledge that and the good work that that is all in itself, not just the death and resurrection, and yes, that's the primary reason of anything that I do, but also the fact that Jesus was human. Yeah. And if I deny myself humanity, and we've talked about this before. He's an artist. Like, he was a freaking carpenter. He could have been anything, and he chose all of his 20s. All of his 20s to be hidden. Right. To make, like, to do things with wood. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, and he didn't he didn't come into anybody's sight until 30. That is so against my Americanized Christian. Right. Wait, what do you mean? I'm supposed to know my calling? Well, I'm like, supposed to be already in the temple. So like, <laughs> he was like 13 and knew the Torah, fam, <laughs> you know? And here I am, like, I can quote every song to right. fill in the blank because we ain't going to bust me out like that. Yeah. But, yeah. I just, I just think, like, yeah, yeah, totally fully God. Did not right. sin, but was tempted yeah, yeah. in every way. Absolutely. You know, and so if I yeah. deny myself, like, Jesus' humanity, then I disconnect myself mm-hmm. from Christ. And I feel like a lot of times that's where we get disconnected. That's where we feel like God is distant because I'm not taking time to be human about it. Mm-hmm. Like, Jesus experienced every single emotion 
He knows what it's like to be emotional. I just, my voice just cracked. He knows what <laughs> he it's knows. like. You're crying? He knows, no. Uh, he knows what it's like to be emotional. Like, Jesus wept. Shortest verse in the entire Bible. But, like, weeping is not just Jesus shed a couple of tears and then performed the music. Even though he knew he was about to raise right. him? Right. But he let himself go there? Yeah. But yet we're like, no, no, no. If God has the glory, you won't, you won't, you won't grieve that. Right. If God has the glry, like, no, we grieve with hope. Get a smile on your freaking face. Tell Satan to shut up, you know? No, like, Jesus was over there I'm sorry. Crying, he felt that, he felt the, like, it's not supposed to be this way Yeah. thing of, like, oh, this is what, this is what death feels like. This is what separation feels yeah. like. And it was never, it's like this, this, like, moment of, like, when you're feeling multiple things on, on top of one thing. Oh, yeah. you're dying? Are you crying yeah. because he's dead? Well, no, because I know I'm about to raise him. But like, <laughs> I'm also thinking of the fact that like death was never supposed to be a part of yeah. our story. Yeah. And and it wasn't supposed to be, you know, anyways. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. I'm, I'm hyped because being human can, yes, be our, us looking at ways that we are human and like that we have, we receive grace, which is so God. But then also it's mm-hmm. like being reminded that God was human. Right. And oh, like, he came as Jesus. Yeah. And like we need to sometimes remember that he knows. Yeah. And and I think too, like, to just top it off, it's like, yeah, like if we stop being human or we or we keep punishing ourselves because we're human, we not only separate separate ourselves from God, but we separate ourselves from each other. Right. Because a lot of times yeah. we think it's not because we think God expects that from us. We think people expect that from us. Yeah. And we expect that from yeah. people. Like, not fam, if you're the church, you cannot disappoint me. You gotta always be pure of heart. You gotta always meet my expectations and perceive the expectations I'm not even saying out loud. And like, you gotta take me to the throne room every time we're around each other. And if you show up broken, I don't know if I have the grace and the space for that because that's not why I came here. Like I'd rather meet you at the coffee shop, but once we step from these, <laughs> the, like these four walls, like you gotta, you gotta be ready to like give me something. And that goes into. Church hurt that goes in that, that goes into so many that goes into so much. Like, we at the trunk, we ain't at the branch. <laughs> yeah, but I kind of want to like take a little pause in what we're talking about right. and just like talk about who are we? Because you also mentioned cancer brain earlier, and <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> we should clarify. Yeah, yeah, chemo brain. Um, yeah. So I will. I guess I'll start. Um, Please do. Nah. So. <laughs> My name is Autumn. Um, I uh, I dropped out of college. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I used to be a college student at a public university whose name I will not drop here. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> she dropped um, it. We got, no, I'm just kidding. But um, I used to be a music performance major. I did that for a good little bit. I've always been a musician my entire life. Um, then just felt a real strong called the ministry, uh, started studying religious studies for a good little while, um, and then I dipped out just because I realized school is not for me. Um, On the deeper levels, I am someone who deals with a lot of different mental health, I don't want to call them issues, but there are a lot of different areas in my life where my mental health is affected. Mm. Um, I have struggled with anxiety, depression, and all the vices that come along with that. Um, found Jesus, and here we are. <laughs> That's me. Yeah. Yeah. I like how you said, and you, or you didn't say, like, and now I'm like fully healed, and like I'm no. already experiencing heaven right now, and like it's all gone. It's like, mm-hmm. no, say but daily. I can't imagine <laughs> what it would be like without him. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah I'm Bethany Moore. We're gonna go with Bethany, because okay. um, Bethmore's already yeah. taken. Yeah. yeah, and you call me Bethany, so we gotta like make it unique because I'm not 50 from Texas, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I grew up in Mississippi. Also went to college, didn't finish, just three hours short. Um, that's a, another conversation for another day. <laughs> went to private Christian college that um, shall not be named. Um, yeah, and yeah <laughs> I don't got, I don't know if I got church hurt but I got I got college hurt I got college hurt too. Bro, let's talk about it another day um put a pin in it but yes but yeah so that that's a thing I in 2019 um they found a volleyball sized tumor in my abdomen while I was working camp yeah the same week that we were working together in the same yeah. week we were we were in a hotel together so it was the lord um and just the timing of everything, like the tumor ended up kind of engulfing my left ovary. So I had ovarian cancer. 
Um, but what was cool about it is because of like the fact that I was in camp and I was like physically active and doing all this kind of stuff, like I was in a very healthy spot. So when I started gaining weight and started seeing all these things, it was like so apparent versus if I had like been pregnant before or if I like ovarian is usually something that comes after you've had like breast cancer or something like that and so a lot of people don't find it soon enough and that's why it has terrible rates because it's usually with people that have all these other things and um, it's very rare for a 23 year old to get that and so but for me no one in my family has ever had cancer it can't I didn't have a gene for it like nothing so for me I thought worst case scenario was I needed to cut gluten out of my diet no no cap and then they were like, no, that's a, there's a tumor, dude. And I'm like, oh. So I had surgery that hurt like a mother. Mm-hmm. And I spent the next like eight months um, like recovering from that surgery and doing three rounds of chemo. And I got super bald. And now I got nacho libre hair. hair. Okay, nacho libre hair. <laughs> yeah, I like to dumb yeah. it down. Uh, so I got Jack Black syndrome. Um, no, I'm just kidding. But, <laughs> but it's fun because like, honestly, I hid behind my hair in a lot of ways. Um, that was something that I thought was the most beautiful thing about me. So it's really cool to like find my worth outside of that. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. even if I have a good hair day, a bad hair day, like I don't give a fart, which is great. <laughs> um, and I, like Autumn and I talked about this, like I, I definitely feel um, like that was like my, my in the fire season or through the fire season and things got burnt off and other things got refined. So mm-hmm. it's weird. It's super weird. I'm yeah. now a year removed and it's, I don't <laughs> like that that's like a part of my story. I yeah. don't know how I feel about it. But I'm like, you know, most people think I just was a bold person that cut my hair, like shaved my, like most people that I run into that don't follow me on social media, they're like, oh my God, you're so brave. You've shaved your head. And I'm like, thank you. Think, I'm not going to correct that because it's going to get awkward. <laughs> you know? Um, yeah, sure. I'm that bold. Um, <clears throat> but honestly, I think every woman and hear me out, this is my only recommendation that I will get my shameless plug. For my merch, it's the bald head. Mm. It's the airbender <laughs> in all of us. <laughs> and I genuinely think, like, women, like, we, you need a season of life where you are bald. Yeah. You need a season of like, life. Not spiritually, like, literally. No, like, monk it out, okay? Like, you, you need a season of life where your hair is so short that the only thing that makes you feminine is because God said so. You know? It's I like, mean, yeah. let's yeah. go, fam. Like, and it's, I don't know, because it just does this different level of, like, developing who you are you know you know when people say like if you if you don't have looks like you gotta develop the personality mm-hmm. and then you feel bad for people that are beautiful because they didn't really have to yeah. develop their personality like yeah. I think in that season of life you're like what else am I supposed to like give all my effort to right. but then myself yeah we would all be so healthy and like mature if we just like shaved our heads. Yeah, I must say, I already shaved. Yeah, shave your legs, too, lady. <laughs> Are we going there? No, I'm kidding. Anywho, but that is that is a glimpse of me, just like that's yeah. a glimpse of you. Right. That is not our whole story. And we ain't got time that for that. That looks like most of our personalities, like, perfectly. Because mine was just like... That's you're like, mm, anxiety, stress, yeah. And you're like, okay, there's so many ways. There's but so many we'll ways. get to it. That is a good way to like, you know, be more relevant to you and not like we're just having a conversation, but like mm-hmm. we also want you to have the preface of you, the listener, what I'm saying. We want you to have the preface of this is where we're coming from. Yeah. Um, not to say that I know everything about everything. Um, not Lauren Hill out here. Everything is everything. Everything. But, <laughs> but uh, no, we just want, we want to be genuine. We want to be mm-hmm. as genuine as possible. And we also, again, we want this to be a conversation. Um, so like. Again, message us. Join in on our conversation. Have yeah. have rebuttals to what we're saying. Have questions. Have comments. Um, because have yeah, just have questions. Have comments because we don't know everything and we want to know more and we want to be diverse in our thinking. Yeah. Um, but we got to talking last night because um, I'm from Louisiana. You're from Mississippi. We're in Mississippi right now, and I drove in last night. Yes. Um, and we kind of just usually what happens we stay up for a good little bit and we just talk a lot. Um, but we got to talking about entitlement mm. um, and like what that looks like. One, in the church, 
and like how we minister, how we evangelize, um, but to like just in people and what it does and causing separation and causing divides. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, I feel like it came up because, you know, obviously politically, um, us working in churches, us being in the, the church culture, us being believers, followers of Jesus, students of Jesus, like, I feel like we're, we're faced with this just tension. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I've always known the world is divided, sure, because there's different people. But my, I feel like I'm accountable to the division of the church Yeah. as a believer. Like, that's what I'm accountable to. I'm not accountable to, I'm accountable to like sharing the gospel, but I'm not accountable to policing the unbeliever. Yeah. And I just feel like I, where I get tripped up when it comes into the way that we vote, the things that we discuss, things that we post, like I don't see anywhere in scripture, nor do I, do I feel or like receive through prayer is I'm supposed to conserve my identity. I'm supposed to conserve right. myself, thyself. Like yeah. I'm supposed to like make this life easier for me to digest because, yeah. I, because I genuinely don't feel like my citizenship is here and not to be cheesy and weird, but it's like, I, I can't reconcile. And it doesn't mean that I don't like fight for, you know, um, people to know God. But like, I don't confuse that with national. Like, I don't, I don't confuse that with my, my patriotism or whatever that is. Um, or I try not to, but at the same time, that makes it sound like, well, you don't care about the issues now. You don't care about the people now Mm -hmm. because we're just waiting for heaven. Um, no. Like if you know me, I'm like, yeah, that's, that's much of doo-doo trash. Like, no, I do. I, I just, I hear that I'm supposed to care for the orphan and the widow. Mm -hmm. I hear that I'm supposed to like you know, literally like extend mercy because mercy has been extended to me, extend grace because grace has been extended to me. I'm supposed to like, if someone smacks me in one cheek, turn the other cheek. If someone asks me to go a mile carrying their things, I'm supposed to go the second mile. Like there's just this level of like, if you can't humble yourself, God will humble you. And so I would rather choose the humble way. And like, for me, it just feels like the argument is well, we don't, we don't care about offending people this day and age because everyone's so easily offended mm-hmm. and no one, we, we shouldn't be entitled to our emotions like that. We shouldn't be entitled to our feelings. We shouldn't be entitled um, to our identities like that, yada, yada, yada. But then at the same time, we're the same people that are, that are saying God has a choice for president Yeah. and we feel yeah. entitled to that belief. Like we feel entitled to vote certain policies in because they reflect our Christian values mm-hmm. And it, it just feels like, what if we all feel entitled because we all are trying to right. realize our value in the world apart from God? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and God's yeah, like, yeah. no, I want you to find your value in me. Right. Anyways, no, you, I, I like what you said um, about accountability in mm. the division of the church versus accountability in the vision of the world. And like what? Yeah. Because that word accountability, it takes it from just being like oh, my belonging is to the church, so therefore, like, I'm here and I'm government, right, I don't give a fart about the world, or my obligation is to, like, going out into the world and make disciples, and the world has to do what we do, Mm. and, like, what we're not saying is pick a side, like, you know, like, I, as someone who is active in the church, in the big C church, not just, like, you in Jackson, me in Louisiana, like, we're not saying that, like, yo, it's just a Jackson thing, it's just a Louisiana thing. We're saying, like, in the big church as a whole, we have to keep each other accountable for what we include as, no, this is God's way, and this is not God's way, or this is God's heart, and this is not God's heart. Like, we have to be careful about what we say in terms of things like that, and what you said about politics, like, that's become, like, the big thing now. Like, it's 2020, we had a bunch of elections just now. We're having one in Louisiana today. Um, Mm. But just, like, this whole thing about like the Republican vote theology, the Christian vote, like Mm. how all this stuff is interconnected. It feels like it's less of like a a formation of policy and more like only, mm, how do I want to phrase this and not be like offensive? That's a lie, because we're going to be offensive here. (laughs) The gospel's offensive. offensive. But like we're creating policy that in the end, or we're voting for policy that in the end excludes someone from the church. Mm. That's what's happening. Yeah. Like, when I say, like, 
oh, only Christians can vote this way. What happens if like someone who is Christian doesn't feel obligated to vote that way? Then they feel excluded from the church. Because that's literally right. uh, now. Right. So like, let's see if we can if I can find the the thought. It's just like the revelation that there are people who claim to hear from the Lord that vote Democratic, mm-hmm. <laughs> and there are people that claim to hear from the Lord that vote Republican, right. and there are people that claim that if you vote other than them on both sides, you yeah. don't know God. Yeah, I'm like, there is some, if you if you believe that you heard from the Lord and you are voting Republican, the, the revelation, mm-hmm. and there's just, or not maybe revelation, but the awareness that somebody who also says they know the same God mm-hmm. says you don't know him based on that. Yeah. And we're so we're so quick. Yeah, you gotta get your taco out of here. We're so quick to to like be so confident in the part that we receive in the puzzle. Right. I mean, look at denominations. Yeah. If we're gonna go there. You know, it's like, oh, I I have a revelation from the Lord, therefore it's the revelation. Yeah. Now all of you jump on board, and if you don't get in my revelation, then you don't know him. Period. And it's like, how about, hey, chick, <laughs> you're going to have to shove that taco with a set down shot. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm just like, I'm thinking through like, just the reality mm-hmm. that I don't want to be petty or to miss out on the real need mm-hmm. and the real um, opportunity to build relationship. And if, if at the end of the day, it says, they'll know that you're my disciple. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus's disciple by the way that you love each other, mm-hmm. your brother, sister in Christ, AKA the church, AKA right. the children of God, not just the creation of God, but the children. But then at the same time, we want everyone and their mother to be in the family, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I don't believe in predestination in that kind of way, okay, if we're going to go there. But I'm like, I want everybody and their mother to be in the family. So, like, let's adopt AF because I've been adopted (laughs) and I'm no one special. Right. I want you to be adopted. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it's, I just feel like we've gotten so distracted. Yes. We've gotten so consumed with today. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like everyone can say the same about the other side, but I'm like, no, I feel like all of us have gotten so consumed. And I feel like as a believer, we're not supposed to be not lukewarm. No, not at all. But like not malleable by the father, not still in the process of learning and that humility that, Hey, there is more for me to learn. There is more for him to reveal about himself. Like I haven't arrived to full knowledge of who God is in his heart. Yeah. And I won't ever. Yeah. But I can always pursue that. Right. And like, but we're at the same time, we're so terrified. We we would rather policy pers- like policy to push our beliefs than us to actually have a conversation across the table with someone we disagree with. Yeah. That's why yeah. we're sitting there busting our butts for God's chosen president. Because yeah. we would rather right. have a pastor speak what we are too afraid to say. Yeah. We would rather, like, it's just like, fam, no, I feel like God said build relationships, make right. disciples, yeah. baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son of yeah. the Holy Spirit. Like, do these things on a personal level. Right. And you you won't have to worry about the freaking national. There's there's a right. few people that have that place. We don't all, we're not all supposed to be famous. We're not all supposed to have that kind of platform. Yeah. I don't feel. Yeah. You know, but we've gotten so lost in the sauce. We forgot to be the meatballs. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. No, I 100% agree. Like, it's okay if you don't. No, no, no. I really it's okay do. if it's 97. And that's another thing. Like, we're going to disagree on here sometimes. But, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I do absolutely agree with that. Of just like, especially what you said of we'd rather have a policy than like actually sit down and have the conversation about it. Um, Cause it, it feels like that's the easier way out. It's like, if the law says you can't do it, then like that means you can't do it. But people are gonna break the law. And that's just Christian's like- Christian's been breaking the law all COVID. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> but, like, but like, just because we make a policy, make a law about it, doesn't mean that the world is gonna change. 
-hmm. the world will always be what the world is we as christians have to go and make the effort not to go out and say second mile sin sin there's sin everywhere that's not what the heart is the bible says to bring it to the light but bring it to christ and that means like come at it lovingly and that means having the conversations and yes the conversations are difficult but the conversation is not to say mm, you're gay i can't support my <laughs> like yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that, though. in this way of like like i've ever like in, in that posture of right. i am now a varsity christian this yeah because this has been like a like a very loud aspect of like how we view ourselves as varsity and junior mm-hmm. varsity and I'm like, no wonder, I don't know, I, I don't like that mentality, I don't like that attitude inside of a family environment, inside of like a place where God is so diverse in who he is. I mean, if we all reflect his image, mm-hmm. fam, yeah, he's so much bigger yeah. than what we think or we could know. Right. And the fact that so many different personalities can have the same Holy Spirit and I can go to places and feel connected to someone I just met, even though... Mm-hmm. who they are I'm getting to know right but there's this essence to them that's the Holy Spirit yeah. like that blows my yeah, yeah. freaking mind yeah that we can connect with people like that that we do not have the same story we do not have the but there's this like cadence there's this heartbeat right. and I'm like I really don't think God is tripping up yeah and that's like what I have a problem with with like all the the modern prophecy about mm. like or just Modern prophets in general, <laughs> but Bro. just like, are you, because most of you are not speaking on the same accord. You're not. Mm-hmm. And that gives me triggers in a way that's like, I know that you have a spiritual base and foundation. I know that you love Jesus. I know that you're invested, but what are you listening to? And what is mm-hmm. telling you that this is for the nation and not this is for you? Yeah. Like, what is causing that discernment? And what, like you said, like, what heartbeat is there? Is it attuned to the spirit of the world? Like, not like the secular world, but like, is it attuned to this is for everybody? Or is it attuned to this is for me and my spirit man? Mm-hmm. And like, that's, I don't know, that's just my problem with it all. But like, in terms of like, entitlement as a whole and how we approach like, again, church and politics really and truly, but like church interacting with the world I you know I want to go out I want to make disciples but making disciples means I have to have the conversations but the easy way out of having the conversations is why don't we just change the laws and then they can't why don't we just make our nation like our church and like right. our church our nation but then on the other church. side it's like mm, yeah. you gotta be in the world and not of the world you know so like I gotta be around these people but like why don't we just put something in place or why don't we just like I don't want to really want to talk to them because I'm like in the world, but I'm not of it and talking to them as being of it or just like, why don't like all these little excuses that become like low key microaggressions that yeah. lead people these away. passive. Yeah. These right. passive, like I'm better. Right. I'm, it, I, it I know people. more than you do, or I'm more enlightened or connected, especially because it's like, Hey, there's, there's a hunger and all of creation right. to be connected to a higher source. I mean, if you look at just like new age culture, if you look yeah. at our culture without Jesus, they're like, well, I do devotionals. I manifest every day with right. my listed, you know, things. <laughs> and like, I do this and this and this, you know, all these kind of things, just like you do. I have rhythms like that. I yeah. did it up and I have success right after five years or something. I don't know, yeah. you know, or like whatever it is. And I, I can respect that because it is like mindful thinking. Like there is power in the mind. There's power in habits, right? Like we know those practically, but then as the believer kind of steps into a little bit more, but it's like, oh, but by the power of the spirit, I'm able to fight temptation. I'm able to fight yeah. sin. A normal, as a normal <laughs> person is like, fight sin. I'm not yeah. a bad person. Yeah, yeah. Because I want to do whatever or because I like want to have sex with my, you know, boyfriend, girlfriend. Like, I'm sorry. You think that that's... And hey, I think, I mean, even when people throw out, like, there's no, one, they want to say that the Bible is sexist. <laughs> like, people are sexist. Uh, the Bible's not. Um, or they want to say that, like, it's just, it's outdated. Mm-hmm. You know, like, there's so many things. Like, we're getting into this conversation of, like, there's so many, like, outdated scenarios and ideas and, like, cultural context that we've just outgrown. And, like, right. 
So like if you throw out this verse and I want to throw out this verse, then I want to throw out this one. Then I want to, then it like contradicts when he says it's God breathed. Yes, it's people, but it's God breathed because my, this is how I see that when people make that argument, you know, I'm like, so why do you go to church and listen to a pastor? Yeah. Why do you read self-help books? Mm Mm-hmm. Why do you listen to freaking podcasts from a from a from a mature person yeah. who who's studied in their field and is an expert? Why why do you why do we pass down stories and pass down freaking history books or have anything of right. other human beings? And then why is it impactful on top of that? And why are we like yeah. yeah? Why is our lives transformed? Why? Right. It's like that. That's just a part of our human DNA. And so yeah. you coming after the fact that the Bible is what it is and that it 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 can be absolute truth. Then it makes me question everything. And right. honestly, then it goes into like, what is the freaking point of anything? What, why would I even go to school? Why would I listen to an expert on any field? If like no one has credibility because no one has credibility because no one has credibility. I, right. I just don't because everything's always changing. So why even take advice now? Yeah. Or why even take wisdom now? Or why even? It, it, to me, it just goes into this like meta rabbit hole mm-hmm. of like, so why anything, <laughs> you yeah, know, if, yeah. if not, and I like, I don't know about you, but I can't afford to live that way. No, I can't. Yeah. I ain't got the currency, right? <laughs> and it, you know, for that. And so for me, it's like, I, and, and even when you were talking how like we we're living in this tension, we're living in this like paradox of, of ideas and just confusion. And we're making theology based off our very our experiences. Yeah. It's like, sometimes I'm like, we overthink how to build relationships with human beings. When you put yourself in a place that's not human anymore, you, you really are like, no wonder you're not making (laughs) disciples of someone other church. No wonder you're not like living out the gospel. I'm like, because Jesus literally always was like (laughs) surrounded by crowds. Yeah. Crowds. Yeah. And people with diseases, people with all these different things. And it's like, this dude was like, it didn't matter if he was thinking about it or not. They were drawn to him. Mm -hmm. And then he responded. And he didn't shy away. Nobody was off limits from hearing. Right. And I'm just like, I just don't think we're meant to like, think about it that hard. Right. No, we're not. And like, thinking about, again, Jesus being... Not just like Jesus was walking around, he saw a crowd and let me go there. No, like they were drawn. Oh, they squatted they up. They were drawn. Yeah. And thinking about like just the power of Jesus, period. Mm-hmm. That's it. And if I carry that, that same power, then it's not just like, mm, I can't have the conversations. Like, no, like it's people are drawn to you for that reason. I think that's where mm-hmm. like, again, all these little microaggressions come from is because when we embody this presence, this spirit, People, it's not off limit to who, but people are drawn to you. Mm-hmm. And then we get on this this shield, this like this catacornered boundary mm-hmm. that's like, I I can't have that conversation because you live like this. I can't mm-hmm. speak to you because you live like this. I can't talk to you because you live like this. But like these people are coming towards you. They're coming to you. They're seeking you out who want to understand, yeah. but we're not willing to be understanding. You know? Yeah. And it's like, Jesus's message was relatable to the crowd around him, but like his truth was still the same truth no matter who was listening. Right. It was like, oh, I see some farmers in the crowd. So I'm going to talk about seed. I'm going to talk about (laughs) da-da-da. Oh, I see a woman. Hey, when you lose, when you're cleaning your house, not to be sexist, um, (laughs) but when you're cleaning your house and you lose a coin, you know, I see some shepherds. Okay. Do do y'all remember how it feels when you lose your sheep after you've, you know, you've had 99? I'm going to talk. Actually, I see some people of wealth. Well, I'm going to shake it up. Right. I'm going to shake it up hard. I'm not just going to focus on this, this son's shame of abandoning ship and, Telling his dad he could basically go die. I don't care. I just want your money. I'm going to focus on the father. And you're going to be so offended and blown away by the way this father loves. And I'm going to end it with that's how God sees you. And that's what scripture means. Ooh, Daisy. Daisy, Daisy. Daisy. That's what scripture means. When they say, like, bring it to light. They Mm. don't mean, like, go around and, like, look at the rich folks. Look at how they're living. Curse the rich folks. Look at the gays, look at how they're living, curse the gays. Look at the lady who had an abortion, mm-hmm. look at her life, curse her and her abortion. No, Jesus took the time to focus on the thing that was hurting. And he approached it and he brought that into the light. And he said, look, this part, 
this is the one, this is the source of the hurting. Mm-hmm. Bring that to the Father. Bring that to God because God is this, that, and the other. God is mm-hmm. compassionate. God is loving. God is yeah. peace. God, is, God yeah. has his wrath. Yes. Yeah. But I experience God's wrath when I experience God. I don't experience God's wrath when I'm speaking to people about who Jesus is and who God is. And I'm sorry, but didn't Jesus receive all of God's wrath? Yeah. And it's, if you look at Jesus, you are, if you look and believe you are saved. Yeah. The reason we are hella loud about Jesus <laughs> in the gospel is because we don't want you to experience, you will experience God's wrath if right. you don't believe in Jesus. Right. So you will come to the end of your life. And yes, I, I mean, shout out to the hoes out at freaking music festivals that, right. that love to go to music festivals and say we're all burning. You know, right. it's like cute. All right. Um, because it's like, yeah, there is some truth to that. Right. Because he's a just God and he mm-hmm. says vengeance is mine, not yeah. yours, not yours, fam. But it's like, but the reality is it was satisfied in Jesus. And if you believe in him, right. he is your atonement. Yeah. He is your righteousness. He is now covering you. Now, mm-hmm. as a believer, God's wrath is not on you. Yeah. So, Frick, come in the fam. Come yeah. in the family. Yeah. I'm not special. Come on, get in here. <laughs> and it's like when we add all this doo-doo trash of, of like, well, no, 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 this has got to shape up, then this has got to shape up, th- then that'll show that right. you're really believing in Jesus. It's like, no, I'm confident that if I bring you in... If I bring you to the table Jesus is at, mm-hmm. he can transform your life. Yeah. It, transform through loving kindness, yeah. through relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think I am better at teaching Jesus than Jesus is revealing himself to people. Right. And it's just like, I, I don't want to spend my life fighting for, even though I am a like justice advocate, like social right. justice app, like let's go after it. I'm not saying... Let's not bring heaven to earth, mm-hmm. you know? But I'm just like, but heaven to earth for who? Hmm. I, don't, I, just don't, I just don't think it's, I don't think the call is meant for Christians to get more comfortable. Mm-hmm. The call is meant for Christians to get more, like, I don't know. I'm just like, fam, I think, no. I think it is for the orphan and the widow and the oppressed and the marginalized yeah. and the forgotten and the whatever, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah. Um, so to kind of wrap this up, because yeah. we exceeded 27 minutes. I tell all my girls, break it up. <laughs> um, no, like kind of closing out on what you said. We only have two commandments from Jesus in the new covenant. Hey, <laughs> chick, stop it. Crazy. Stop it, dog. All right. Nasty. We only have two, we only have two commandments. That is go out, make disciples. And that is to love your neighbor as Jesus loved you. That yeah. is it. Everything well, else. Well, God love people. Everything else falls under that category. Yeah. But if I love my neighbor the way that God loves me, then that doesn't mean that I don't have the com- the hard conversations with my neighbor. Mm. That doesn't mean I seek out how do I change the law so that the world is the church? How do I, you know, follow this prophet, that prophet, and the next to figure out what's actually going on? No, because it's. I can't hear from God. <laughs> right. Oh. But not, it's. One, spending the time with God to see how God loves you. And then go love your neighbor the way that God has just loved you. Yeah. That's it. That is it. There is no other other thing that's going to qualify me. There's no other thing that's going to qualify me. (laughs) Shut Get that out of here. All right. Welcome to Underrated Jam. Underrated Jams. Underrated Jams. Underrated Jams. Jelly and Jams. Um, So, Q, we had biscuits this morning for breakfast with apple butter on it. Mm. Apple butter doesn't get raved enough. I mean, it gets gets hyped up in the South, but I don't hear about apple butter. No one's Mm -hmm. just bringing up apple butter at the brunch. So... Shots of apple butter. Shots of apple butter. Um, what are some? What's like an underrated jam or like a song that's just been like in your ish, but it's not mainstream. Um, ooh, I 
Hold on, because that's gonna take like yeah some, some meditation. <laughs> some Spotify. Meditation. Um, no, nah, I I've been listening to a lot of P J Morton. I feel like anything P J Morton does is highly underrated. So to, good to begin with to start so, off with. So good. Um, but his whole gospel of P J project, mm-hmm. um, that. I've been listening to that, like, even though it's Christmas music time, I'll yeah. pop that back in and just, like, because not that it's, like, brand new music, like, it's it's old gospel hymns and stuff like that that I grew up listening to, and I'm just, like, rework that ish, and yes. just, like, it hits me, like, right in the feels, yeah. just to see, like, it, it being reworked and not modernized, but, like, yeah preached like he's mm-hmm. literally just preaching through them keys man and it's it's lit uh, his voice like butter like oh, apple oh, butter oh, oh, like apple butter. hey <laughs> yeah i mean we talked about it earlier but madison ryan madison ward, ryan ward. Yes. she has raked it up mm-hmm. yeah she's killed it and she broke it down oh uh, just the way oh, right <laughs> mess it up mess it up mess it up mess it up <laughs> bishop <laughs> madison ryan ward yeah no that's it's just been good it's 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 hard to not be um what's the word it's like when you want to be inspired and not intimidated yeah and especially if we're you know we're trying to make music we're trying to make good art and you're like who i can i can be inspired and not intimidated by someone's excellence yeah i think it's it's super huge yeah wow just her whole last ep yes um, freaking lit we listened to broken earlier yeah that uh like, like I said, like when we were in the car and we were listening to it, like, mm, yeah. But don't take your She's one of those voices that, like, when it comes on, everybody better stop talking. Singing. Yes, don't even sing along. Don't even think. Like, just listen. Just let it happen to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. underrated jams. Yeah. <laughs> All right, and who are we gonna call? Um, Not Ghostbusters. Oh, shoot. Uh, Brick. Who's going to answer? What time is it? It is 5 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, this is time like change. I know. <laughs> this time <laughs> change. Like, 4.59, bro. Yeah. Um, yeah, who are we going to call? Um, I don't know. Scroll through and then just pick somebody random. Yo. Brandon, what just happened? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Hi, buddy. Hey. Multiple friends. Okay, hold on a second. Let me. Yeah, well, we're we started a podcast. Like tonight. and uh, yeah, like tonight. Um, That's amazing. And we're gonna do it like once a month. And you're our first call in. Yeah, get it for Tiffany. Click, wow. click, clack. Yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Man. Okay, we have one question. What is the best and hardest thing about being human? Okay. Oh, gosh. That's a great question. Um, that's a great question. Thank you so much. What's the name of your podcast? Being, being Human with an X because we're politically correct. Yeah. Perfect. Just kidding. Thank you. Uh, well, thank you. Thank you, ladies, for asking me that question. I would say the best part about being a human is um are we talking about a regular human or a christian human oh let's talk about a christian human. yeah let's do christian human okay <laughs> i would say the best thing about being a christian human is probably oh first thing that comes to mind is the freedom that i have in christ um the freedom that's available to me in christ um yeah, where where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Am I right? There so, is freedom. I'm just so thankful every day for the freedom mm. that I have to be myself, to make mistakes, to explore. Yeah. Um. Yeah, to love, to hurt, um, all those things. I get to do them in Christ and learn from them daily. That's probably the best part. Um, the worst part about being a human slash Christian human is probably the 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 unknown stuff for me. Um, yeah, probably just the unknown stuff. Not that knowing everything would help. Right. <laughs> probably, but um, 
just kind of going, you know, every day and sometimes being confused about things and not knowing the right way to go about things. The detours in my life that I take because of those things, um, which usually is my fault, but... Mm. But yeah, that's probably one of the harder things. Mm. I don't know about the hardest, but right. one of the harder, harder ones, yeah. That's who that was. We didn't really yeah. say. We know we, we did. never we said. Um, um, but we love her. Shout out to Dominicans. <laughs> <laughs> she's got the Dominican flag and by her name in my phone. Um, yeah, she's an artist. She's in grad school. She's Dominican. She's Dominican. <laughs> Praise him. Um, and literally, what, met her in 2016 when I met Autumn. Yeah. So that's a cool full also, circle just a little moment. Backpack. Bethany and I have known each other. For years, like yeah. five years, five years. Math. Yeah, 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 just about five years. Um, I've known Bethany since I was sixteen, and now we're in our twenties. Um, so, <laughs> Eno, shout out oh. to Peter and John. That's <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know. But no, it's it's been an honor. It's been fun. It's been fun. I can't wait to jingle our way out of here. Whoa, jingle. Yeah. Powerful. That's us. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for listening. Up. Oh, we should pray. <laughs> yeah, maybe we should. Honestly. <laughs> I mean, it's been a heavy hitter. Uh, a little bit. Oh, no. Yeah. All right. Uh, if you're listening, pray along. Um, but hey, God, thank you just for your awesomeness thank you for who you are thank you for who you've revealed yourself to be to us and thank you that you are so much more than that um lord i i pray over our listeners father that they take this word um and run with it but also run with it with you there um lord i pray that you present yourself to them in new ways um that is always my prayer and i pray that you present yourself to us um in greater ways than what we can expect in mm. your son's name Amen. Amen. It is so, said the saints. All right.